Wow. Hey guys, this is Keith on the Wonder Covered Radio Network, host of the Big Things by Nine podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Sorry we haven't been able to check in in the last week or so. We've been kind of busy. But um, tonight we're going to be answering your questions and then also uh, just get us started. I want to talk to you guys about LavenderLionsBathAndBody.com. Uh, Cindy over there, she, they opened up a new store, uh, 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake City, 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake City. Um, she, she does a uh, beard whack, beard oil, the Santa Beth, Santa Bath bombs, uh, lip gloss, shower gel. She does it all. Um, and, uh, her store, the Phoenix collection and Lavender Lions Bath and Body, um, in-store, uh, mention Big Things by Non-Podcast and you'll get a 20% in-store discount. So, Check them out, 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, they got some really good products, and he's a good friend of the show. She's been good to us, um, so please just uh, check her out. But um, anyway, hope everybody's doing good. You know, we're, we're doing pretty good here. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but tonight what we're going to do is we're going to answer your questions. Um, my inbox was getting a little full, so I figured I'd get, get this started before it got too out of control. We were supposed to have TISA, but uh, we're having some technical difficulties, and uh, I am not the one to fix that uh and we can't afford a 24-hour it guy so i gotta wait till nine tomorrow morning uh to get my it guy over here but um anyway but we're here and uh here to do your question so the first question let's get started it'll be um let me see something here okay this is crystal from salt lake city what do you think or what can we do to make sure people out there get the message that they are not alone and that there's always a way through god um you know you can't that's kind of a tricky one because I think one of the big things in sobriety that's misunderstood is you can't force it on somebody. You know, you can't like, you know, when you're a parent and all you're doing is enabling them, you, you pretty much, you know, I was, I was really, I was really lucky. You know, my mom's been in Al-Anon for a long time and I don't know where we would be without that. I don't think we'd be where we are now, you know, and you know, it really takes a, an understanding, uh, you know, to really get a grip of the situation. So it's a, it's, it's a tough one, but, you know, I think is the only thing, not only, but one of the best things you can do is just let the addict know, you know, that, that they're loved and, and that you're here to help. But, you know, we're not, you can't put your foot on the gas, you know, when, when you're pushing it, you know, pushing it over them. So you just got to kind of just lay it down, let them know you're there to help and kind of just let it be, you know, and that's, it sucks because you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, that's one more day down, he could die. Well, yeah, there's always that risk, you know, they're, they're yeah, but, um, you know, I, I think the best thing is, you know, let them know uh, you're there and love them and, you know, go from there. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one for me, so sorry if I didn't get a good answer on that. That's a tricky one. Um, next question, we got Brad from Twin Falls, and Brad wants to know, uh, what is something that people don't understand about recovery and why is that so? <laughs> kind of ties in with the first one. Um, let me think. On that one, I don't think people, in, until you've been an addict or, or, you know, or an alcoholic, whatever it may be for you, it's all the same. Um, unless you've been in that person's shoes or you've been an addict yourself, it's a tough one. And like I said in my last answer my last question, you know, about, you know, Al-Anon and, you know, if, if you're having, if you're struggling having relations with your, with your family and anything, you know, Al-Anon is, it's a great program. It's what I would recommend. My mother's been, like I said, my mother's been doing it forever. Um, I would highly recommend you checking out Al-Anon. Um, so cool. I right, thanks for that, Brad. Uh, the next one, uh, is Molly from Mandeville 
and this one is for Tisa. Uh, was there one specific turning point when when you knew when you knew you had to turn your life over to the will of God, or was it a slow, gradual realization? Great question. Okay, Tisa answered that for me, and uh, she said, <coughs> "Excuse me, um, I met him when I was five years old and fell in love with him. Then, over my lifetime, I believed, but I took his his love for granted, living any type of way. About five years ago, I find I found my identity in him and never looked back. The more I learn about him, the more I learn about who I am in him. We are not God, but made in his image." and are Christ-like. I have, I have hope and joy and peace every day. He's a good, good father. Thank you, Tisa. That's a great response. You know, Tisa's our spirit, spirituality advisor, and she puts a lot of work in, and, you know, she's really big in her religion, and I, I think that's just, that's awesome. So, um, okay, the next one, let me see here. We got... Oh, this is okay. Second one from Molly Mandeville. If you had to pick one thing, action or thought that keeps you sober more than anything, what would that what would that be? Um, for me personally, like it would be my ability to cope, coping skills. You know, I have quite a few, and you know, I've been sober for over three years. And like, I had somebody ask me a little while ago. I was talking to her on the phone. She was she was asking me like, when did the when did the triggers stop? When did they go away? Um. You know, I can't really answer that, but the more there, if you're not working a program correctly, they're they're not going to go your way. But write them down. You know, write write down your coping skills. And you know, for me, it's like I have emergency coping skills. Like you name it, I got it. You know, like for me, it's I, I'll pick up a book. You know, and and uh, that really just it's your goal is to take your mind off of the trigger, obviously. So. Um, so yeah, everybody's got different coping skills that you know some work better and some don't. So I uh, encourage everybody to check that out. Um, all right, cool. So thank you, Molly. The next one, uh, JT from Phoenix, Arizona. In your opinion, what makes up recovery in your market, and what is it that you believe separates Utah from other markets? Oh, it's an interesting question. Okay. Um, my mother's told me a bunch, like how grateful I should be, you know, for where I am and, you know, being here in Utah, because Utah has got great recovery. Uh, we have so many big, big programs here and, you know, the state does a lot of funding for it, you know? So it's like, I think Salt, Salt Lake specifically, or even just Utah Valley or, or Salt Lake Valley. I mean, there's so many good treatment centers. I mean, there's opportunities everywhere. Um, so I would, I would highly, you know, anybody who's, even outside of Utah, anybody who's thinking about treatment or, or know a loved one that needs treatment, check out Utah. You know, we got a lot of we got a lot of good things going out there. So, all righty. Thank you for that, GT. The next one is Ashley in West Valley. Is it difficult or how do you balance sobriety with all other things in your life? Um, I'm going to speak, uh, you know, from my experiences on that. Like, when I've, I'm a, grad, I'm a graduate of a drug court. And when I first got into drug court, I was, I was scared to death. You know, I didn't know how I was going to do anything. And, you know, you got to balance that out with, with your job. And then you got to balance that out with, you know, making it to, to UA. I mean, they open at like seven and they close at six. So if you got a full-time job, you really got to um, manage your time well, because you, you miss a UA in drug court, you're going to be in some trouble. Trust me. I know I've been there many times, 
But um, so, yeah, you know, I, I would also recommend, you know, writing down a schedule, you know, just so you can, you know, the night before so you know exactly what, what you're waking up to every morning, you know. You, you'll, you'll have your list right there by your bed, boom, time to go. So that's that's how I would do it, you know, and that's how I did do it, you know, just write it all down. Write everything down. That's I'm big on that, that stuff too. Um, all right. Thank you, Ashley. And the next one is Nick in Sugarhouse. What is the biggest challenge or challenges you have faced in sobriety? Um, what stands out to me, and I think a lot of people have, have been there too, um, when, when you're in sobriety, I, I always say, you know, this is the hand you were dealt. You have to live, you have to live it with it, you know, and people die. You're going to have a lot of friends that you used to be out there with that aren't going to make it. And it sucks, but you know what? You, you got to take care of you. You can't let that get to you. You know, I've lost so many friends and, uh, over time though, it's, I, I would say it's made me stronger, you know, but, um, losing people you love, I think that's one of the toughest parts, you know, and then just, you know, making sobriety, treat it like another job, you know, it's, you know, got us some structure there. So, all right. Thank you. Next is, okay. So for the next one, I had the opportunity this morning to, uh, speak to a group of women, um, online from Ukraine and I don't know how they heard of the show, but they heard of the show and they, and they emailed me and, um, I did a, a Q and a with them for a while. And, you know, most of them could speak good English, but the, the main girl, um, she could speak perfect English. So she kind of just broke it down for me. And, um, but it's a simple question. This is, Hey, Daya in Ukraine, Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I had a great time this morning. Um, so Diane wants to know, what are you grateful for? Um, and that's an easy one for me. I am grateful for family. I'm grateful for friends, relationships, sober support. Um, you know, because I got to really, this wasn't so, I mean, I guess I've always had good support, you know, but I've never really had support like I have now because support, you just don't, call somebody and you haven't spoken in three years say hey you know i'm struggling here i mean you can but you know for, for me it was of course having my mother and alan on and just slowly chipping away you know and and you know just getting better by the day one day at a time you know i used to i used to not do the one day at a time and then i started doing it and i got sober and you know i, I never looked back but um so that's you know that's my opinion on that so all right thank you thank you nick Actually, no, I'm sorry. That was Daya in Ukraine. All right. Next one is going to be Ash and Draper. What was your defining moment? Defining moment was probably before I went into treatment. Um, I waited to get into treatment for a good three months. And I stayed sober during those three months waiting on treatment. And so fortunately for me, I was, I guess you could say I was already ahead, you know, and I had a good concept of it because... If you can remain strong for, you know, for three months waiting on treatment, you know, it's, and it's also, it, it's what you put into it, you know, that's a huge part of it. You know, treatment, every, you have one person that says, oh, that place sucks. One person says that place is great. Chances are the one that says it sucks didn't make it. The one that said it's great finished it. It's just like that, you know. Um, but I, I am a big believer that um, it is what you make it. Now, I, I do understand there are programs out there that people, people hate, you know, and for stupid reasons, but you're going to get that answer a lot, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, thank you, Ash. Uh, next person is Alexis and 
Alexis and Murray. Okay. Can you tell us about triggers and coping skills? All right. Kind of going back to what we were talking about before. Um, you know, for, like I said, you gotta, you gotta put the time in, find out what works for you. You know, you can, you have your coping skills, you know, watching Netflix, reading a book, whatever it may be. Start small, start simple stuff, you know, um, go up, shoot basketball, go hit golf balls, do whatever. I mean, there's, there's plenty of stuff out here in Utah to, to keep you occupied, but you know, it's just the coping skills. A lot of people struggle with and, and people struggle because they, they write some coping skills down and they do them and it doesn't work, you know, but that's why I'm a big fan of you. You got to find what works for you. Cause if you don't, it's just going to, you know, those triggers aren't going to go away. They're not going to go away until you attack them directly. And, uh, you know, there's uh, if you need any, any advice needed for coping skills, y'all give us a call 801-215-9682 or shoot us an email, bigthings9 at gmail.com. Um, I'll pull it off. I got a ton of coping skills if anybody's kind of wondering on that. So, so yeah. So I want to talk to you guys today about Smoker's Guru 2. Smoker's Guru is down by Wayne's Corner. I'm sure everybody knows where that is, but if you're from out of town, it's on 13th South and State Street. Um, they got all your vaping needs. They got all, all of your, uh, you know, all your vape juice. They got Naked. They got Coastal Clouds. They got all the main brands, and, um, you know, they usually have specials in there. So go in there, tell them that big thing's by Nine Sentia, and uh, they'll be sure to take care of you. So next off, um, we had uh, Cindy request a, uh, a blessing, and uh, Tisa, um, since she can't be on tonight, thanks to our screw-ups, uh, Tisa sent this to me just now, and she wanted me to read this. Uh, Dear Jesus, we lift up Janice and her family to you now. You didn't take her son, but we believe you received him into heaven. We thank you for the life he lived on earth and look forward to seeing him again in heaven. We ask for your comfort and peace all over hearts who love him, especially Janice. We ask for you, we ask for you to send uh, your your ministering angels to her to help carry her grief. We ask you to send your son Jesus to hold her love for her son and to wrap his arms around her. Please give her signs from heaven that that your boy is safe in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Tisa, that was beautiful and. Uh, we appreciate you for that, and um, you know people struggle, you know, but that's why uh, we're here to help. And uh, Tisa, when it comes to anything religion, why she's just she's incredible uh, with prayer, and uh, we love you, Tisa. Shout out to you. We wish you could have been here tonight, but uh, again, I apologize for the difficulty on our end. Um, but glad you're doing well, and uh, hopefully we can get you on later in the week. So going back, we had a question um, that asked, you know, what are what are some things we really enjoy about sobriety? And for me, just first thing I think of is I love good stories. Like I'm a big fan of that, you know? And, uh, you know, then there's times you haven't seen anybody in years and you run into them on the tracks or the park, whatever. And you can tell by looking at them that they're doing great. You know, like I can, I can tell you from a block away if that person's using or not using, like not literally, but you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I love a, I love a good winner. You know, there's nothing better than that. And, uh, yeah. So whenever I see people, it just, it, it, it makes my day. And cause I worry, you know, because over time, like, you know, you're doing this, you're, you're getting better, doing what you need to do, and you lose track of people, and then you think one day, oh, man, I haven't seen so-and-so in three or four years, oh, God, I hope they're alive, and then you see them, and they're doing great, but you also got to realize that some of them aren't so great, and you're going to see people out there that are still out there using, you know, and it's it sucks. It, it really sucks, but, you know, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, 
hopefully they can have as much success as, you know, you did or we did. You know, it's just, it's, it's a tough one. All right, so it's about that time where we do our shout-outs. Uh, as always, the moderators and the admins, hey, we love you guys. Uh, we appreciate all the hard work you put in for us because it takes a lot of time to, uh, you know, be a moderator on social media. I know it takes a lot of time, and you guys work your ass off, and I can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. Um, you girls are great. Love you to death, and, uh, you know, let's keep on moving forward in a positive way. And then I want to do another shout-out for Cindy with Lavender Lions Bath & Body. Go see Cindy uh, this week. Let me put her upper address one more time. Um, she's down. Sorry about this, guys. I'm gonna um if if you guys look on our on our YouTube feed, what I'll do is I'll post. I have some pictures from Cindy, and I'm gonna go ahead and post those so you can get an idea of what she's doing over there. But um again, go see her. Tell her that you're a listener. Big things by nine, and uh, you'll get a twenty percent in in store discount. And that's at uh, Lavender Lines Bath and Body. Uh, in the Phoenix Collection, that's going to be at 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake, 3446 South Main Street, Salt Lake. Go check them out. they got a lot of good things. I don't even know what some of this stuff is, but it looks phenomenal. You know, she's got these these Santa bath bombs that I'm looking at. Wow. It's got men's body wash. She's got all of it. Um, I'm, going, I'm actually going to see her this week, so I look forward to that, and I'll take some more pictures, and I'll post those on our YouTube page. So 